0: This is Dave Chang and Chris Ying. We are the hosts of Recipe Club. You may have listened to it before, but we are now back on the air, new and improved, with the same hosts that lose every week. I still don't know what the rules are because they've changed as well. Chris, can you give a quick rundown? Every week, we debate the best way to cook the things you want to eat. We take a user-listener-submitted recipe. And we all cook it with our
1: friends, Priya Krishna, Rachel Kong, Brian Ford, and John DeBerry. And then we talk about what went right and what went wrong.
0: No, I actually really don't want to do this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And they are hardly our friends. They are enemies. (laughs) They are enemies. It's Dave's civil disobedience. If you want to see Dave Chang in an act of civil disobedience, tune into Recipe Club, where he will not follow the recipe. I'm contractually obligated (laughs) to make
2: this podcast. (laughs) But I'm here to have a good time. So listen to Recipe Club every week on the Ringer Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a very delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pureleaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash Pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much
0: your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. And welcome to the Ringer Reality TV podcast. Um, my name is Amelia Wedemeyer. Today I am joined by Juliet Lippmann. Hi, Juliet. Are you excited Hello. to be
1: here talking about Netflix's the ultimatum? The ultimatum, Colin. Marry or move on. Um, am I excited? Of course. I'm so delighted to be here. I was hesitant about this show. You know, we are riding so high off of Love is Blind season two. Wow. Mm-hmm. They dropped this trailer at the end of the reunion. It's a few weeks later. I feel like in reality TV time, it's like a year later. And into the abyss we go with the ultimatum. And I had a hard time getting into it. But now I am so into it. I have a lot of thoughts. I feel a little giddy. I have a crush. There's so I, much to talk about. Can't believe the
0: crush, but yeah, agreed. <laughs> um, we will be discussing episodes one through four, so get ready, buckle up, grab some snacks, maybe one of those uh, chrome cups that they also have on this show. Find your um, best metal stem
1: stemware. Is that what it's called? Yes, metal I guess it glassware? is glassware. I don't know
0: <laughs> exactly. And and join us because uh, we're talking right about Netflix's The Ultimatum, which. I guess, is from the same production company as the smash hit Love is Blind. Um, it sure is. <laughs> it's also hosted by Nick and Vanessa Lachey. They're back, baby. And they honestly have more screen time, it seems oh, like. Oh,
1: so much more. I was just going to say, through four episodes, they've like quadrupled their Love is Blind screen time. It's true. They're really
0: making them work for the check this time.
1: We're going to go through a list of WTF moments from this this group of episodes. But before we do that, I actually just wanted to mention, I feel that of all the people on Earth, in the last, like, five weeks, I've learned the most about Vanessa Lachey. This is clearly okay. a woman who cares about love. She cares yeah. about relationships. Totally. And she gets emotional. She was, like... She was crying. She was, she was crying, and she was, like, floored by several things that happened at the end of episode two. So, I just... I, I, I'm enjoying it I like this Vanessa Lachey era Also Oh okay I heard from, I heard from a source Who worked with um, Nick Lachey Uh huh On a project once That he's really nice So Just wanna throw oh, that out there th-
0: well that's good That's probably good Because You know what happened recently With his Flipped run with some the, photographers and, and took a woman's phone From her hand Not not great But uh, wh- uh You know the love is blind. Fame is getting to him. It really is. It's come back. Um. So anyway, this show. Um. For those of you who haven't watched, which what are you doing? Watch the show and then come back to this episode. Um. It's uh, uh, about I think is it six couples six and couples. they come in as couples. Uh. And they are one of them has issued an ultimatum towards the other person one wants to get married the other one doesn't or isn't ready or has some reservations and they all convene and they get to know each other and they quote unquote date around the other six couples um or the other five couples for about a week and then they pair off with another person for three weeks in what is called a quote trial marriage unquote yeah <laughs>
1: it's like so reductive it's, and simplistic but you know it's cha- it's channeling some great traditions like it, wife yeah. swap and temptation island temptation and, island <laughs> and, you know we're just going to go with it <laughs> exactly and then they reunite with their original
0: partner and repeat the trial marriage and then they have to decide <laughs> to either, what, marry or move on, as the show's tagline. Marry or move on. Says. Says. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I think th- the reason why it was hard to get into the show at the beginning is because these couples, none of them have been together more than two and a half, half years. years. And <laughs> I... several of them are very young. And when you're, particularly when you're on your, are know, I think like under 25, but really like under 30, it's a very like large percentage of your life. And like, you still got a lot of like figuring out to do and like, It makes total sense that you wouldn't be ready to get married at 23 or 25 or whatever.
0: Totally. Totally. I only recently became somewhat financially stable. So I totally get that, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And and I just, again, I I think I was expecting these couples to be older and to be in these relationships for five, ten years or something. And it's really just... Kind of impetuous young people being like, ah, "We've been dating for a year and a half, and if I don't get a ring, I'm gonna leave you." <laughs> was that an Alexis
1: uh, uh, impression? It was Alexis slash April. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, they're they're both really tough. Alexis is the villain. We'll obviously talk more about her. She sucks. <laughs> but, yes. But once I kind of got past this like false premise, and I was just more about like, do they, are they going to stay together or not, and like let go of the idea of marriage. I was just like, okay. Cool. This is this is fun. I'm on board, and I got invested in the people. And I think one thing this reality co- this reality TV production company does really well, and the EP is Chris Coellen um, of Kinetic Content, I believe. Wow, is, icon. Um, they cast incredibly well. They turn they do they turn the cities they're in into um like amazing amazing like landscapes and like almost like another cast member in many ways, and they create a world that you just get really invested in, and I. I didn't think it was going to happen with Ultimatum, but here we are. Here we are. And I just have like, we just have so much to go over. And so... I know. <laughs> thank you, Kinetic Content. Thank you, Netflix. This is like such a delight. <laughs> it really is. And I don't know about you, but it took me at
0: least two episodes to get into. I was texting my friend being like, uh, don't watch the show. And then once I got over the hurdle of the first two episodes, I was like, change your mind, change your mind, watch it, watch it, it's good. <laughs> change
1: your mind. <laughs> I, I agree with you. But I got to, like, the end of episode two. I was like, okay, I want to keep going. But it was it was hard for me to get there. I think just because the initial premise just seemed so flawed. And also, yeah. it was awkward at first, like, with these people talking to each other. It was. And no one seemed that likable. That is key.
0: I usually have at least one person on these reality shows that I can relate to or that I'm rooting for. And everyone, I was kind of like, God, you know what? I don't really care about your happiness that much. Sorry for being That's true. completely honest. But now...
1: Now I'm deeply invested in the happiness of the people I really like. I really like Ray. I really like Randall. I really like Jake. Um I would say those are my three ca- favorite characters. I like Shanique as well. Everyone I like else, Shanique, yeah. Everyone else I feel conflicted about.
0: I, I like Madeline. There's something about Madeline that reminds me of, like, she could be one of my friends. And I'm just, and, you know, and I like that. Is it the she, way she gets the white girl wasted? She's just, like, <laughs> so drunk. That, but also that she's like, I don't want to get married. I want to live my life a little more. And I'm just like, yeah, good for you. Don't settle for Colby, you know? <sighs>
1: Definitely don't set up for Colby. Should we get into our biggest WTF moments? Because there were a lot to cover. There, there really were. Let's do it. Um, Okay, so
0: our biggest what if is again related to the casting. Not only are these people, like we said, pretty young. A lot. The average age is like what twenty five, maybe.
1: Yeah, I think the they're they're really quite young. We like um, the oldest is probably Hunter. Or is it Hunter or Nathan who is 30? I think it's oh, Nathan, Nathan, actually. Nathan, I think, He's yeah. 30, but he is by far the oldest, which is to say not old. <laughs> right,
0: exactly. Um, And not only that, but no deep Ds. I was no. like, where's my deep D? There are no deep Ds. What do you mean by that, Amelia? Someone who, I guess, I mean... I, I, back to the uh, relatable, she could be someone I grew up with. Um, kind of that appeal of Madeline. Madeline looks like a lot of the people that I was friends with like in high school and stuff. But Deep D is someone who, you could just tell she's got a great head on her shoulders. She's really intelligent. She's really likable. She's really relatable. And you, you're just, you find yourself rooting for her because she's one, she just seems like someone you know. She's one of your best friends. And, and she doesn't get, white girl wasted. I mean, I (laughs) you don't do whatever you want to do, but there's a maturity. She has a a decorum to her. Exactly. That none of these people have. No,
1: And that is a major difference. one of the reasons I like Love is Blind season two more than season one. I thought the women in particular, you could really root for all of them. Even if you had like issues with Mallory or, you know, you were like worried about some of the choices. Aside from Shayna, like Natalie, Deep D, Mallory, Natalie, Mallory, Deep Deep D D and Ayana and Danielle, Ayana, yeah, are all people that ultimately could root. You could root for. You know, I think Danielle is a little bit tricky to get behind in the show, but with the the fuller picture of who she is, you're like, yeah, these people are all relatable. This group of people, their focus on like wanting to get married is so unrelatable. That the beginning, it's off-putting.
0: It's super off-putting, especially like April and Alexis. They are two of the most annoying characters. I think I've ever encountered, to be honest. Yeah.
1: But, but then I came around and I was like, wow, this is like actually really good casting because right. they, they found people who were willing to like give this a true shot and be like, you know, they found people who are in these relationships that they were willing to t- just try on a different relationship. <laughs> <I know. laughs> and seeing some actual connections form, like I thought some of the moments between Madeline and Randall were really sweet. I'm... I'm I'm repping hardcore for Jake and Ray to make it. Jake like, and Ray. There was just a lot of moments where I was like, huh, I can't believe they like they they landed on this. This is really interesting. And even Colby, who I hate, he's like a good TV character.
0: That's another thing I, I found myself as I uh, become older uh, and maybe more mature when I'm watching these reality shows. I can appreciate the villains more. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to hate on you because you bring what essentially... I want and keep coming back for is which is the drama like someone like Jen Shaw you know would I be friends with her in real life no I don't think so but she is an incredible evil character
1: (laughs) it's really true she she really is I also um I thought that they found people who had some pretty bizarre concepts about marriage like many of these people don't really respect the need for financial stability, and they also, like, don't understand that, like, it's a forever choice that has legal and financial right. implications. And I wonder if that was intentional. Like They wanted people who don't really understand what it means to get married. Not that, I, not that I'm married, so I don't think I completely understand, but, you know, no, but a stronger concept of what matters as an adult. Sure.
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, we can go through the couples. Um, you know, someone like, let's take Alexis and Hunter. They have been dating two years. She's the one that initiated the ultimatum. She seems, I'm sorry, but she seems, kind of aggravating um he just wants to move in she wants to get engaged she has even said i have a quote here um that she says uh hunter she admits that hunter is not marriage material yet because she makes more than him so (laughs) there's that so i guess she does kind of understand somewhat of the financial uh I, liabilities or everything that goes along with that she but. just says
1: it not because she's worried about how much money they have she says it because she doesn't want to be the breadwinner that's true breadwinner. that's, true. that's it's true. like a gender roles thing for her and she's like subscribing to really traditional ones so that made me hate her even more in fact yeah that is true and then she also says um
0: I, that she's getting less of moving in because she's going to cook for him, she's going to clean for him and she's going to do his laundry and he gets all of her and what does she get? Nothing. Nothing. So so yeah, she was uh she was up there on my most hated list. Um me too. We also have Madeline and Colby, uh, the one uh, they've been dating for a year and a half. I again, I like Madeline. She seems like she wants to live her life a little more. He's the one who initiated the ultimatum. He's like, she is my dream girl. I love her. I just want to be with her. I want to get married. And she has said he's not a realistic person, which I, I I like and I can get behind, to be honest.
1: I agree, too. I mean, <laughs> I, uh, Colby is one of my least favorite people on TV in a long time. Like, he reminds me of, like, many of the worst Bachelorette characters oh my and not? Like, I just, like, I cannot stand him. He also has, like, this this smugness to him. Like, he's so yes. certain he knows everything. Yeah. But he's not realistic, as you pointed out. And he also is really bad at reading people. He, multiple times we saw him, like, at the wrong impression or, like, give information in like without like a soft touch he's just like not a people person maybe who thinks he is though
0: who thinks he is that's so key that is so key exactly um he also wears a cowboy hat for a decent amount of the time which is slightly worrying but um anyway yes and apparently wore wore during sex too and that too yeah exactly we learned that we learned a lot about these people um and then we have Shanique and Randall um I actually I really like both of them. Uh they've been dating for a year and a half. She initiated the ultimatum, and he was the one who's like, I still have debt. I want to settle that before we get married, which seems completely reasonable to me. Of course. Of course it's reasonable. <laughs> I'm just like what shanique? Come also, on.
1: She should want him to settle it too because she exactly. will be ta- she'll be she'll be taking on his debt when they get married.
0: Exactly. So I don't get that. But um she she's gorgeous. I think she's like the prettiest one there, to be honest. Um, not that yeah, not to be shallow, but
1: uh, I think Ray is really pretty as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and
0: next up we have Ray and Zay. I love that their names rhyme. Um, and they so funny. Have
1: been,
0: <laughs> yeah, they've been dating two and a half years. She initiated the ultimatum. Um, he's like, I'm still in school. She just graduated. You know, I want some time before you know we settle down. But he clearly loves her. However, when the producers asked uh, Ray to talk about what she loves about him and why she wants to marry him, she was like, can we skip this
1: question? <laughs> <laughs> Which is not a good sign. No. She gave a lot of concerning answers as it relates to to Zay, as did her father. More on that to come. <laughs> yes. Um, and then next up, we we have the oldest person, Nate,
0: Nathan, and Lauren. And they've been dating for two and a half years. He initiated the ultimatum. Um, He said, I want kids. I want kids so bad. I want to be a dad so bad. But Lauren doesn't, which just seems like that. There's no going back from that. I'm sorry. If you can't agree on children.
1: (laughs) Well, I think it's like, it's not just agreeing on children, but like what you see for your future. Sure. Yeah. What you want to like evolve into. Um." They also just seemed like they had no chemistry. So I was mm-hmm. really con- confused by them. But I don't know. I found Nate overall to be Annoying. quite, quite irritating. Yeah. Definitely. Wasn't, wasn't a fan.
0: And lastly, we have April and Jake, and they've been dating two years. She, I think she's 23, 24.
1: She's 23, and he's
0: 26. And so, and she initiated the ultimatum. Um, meanwhile, he just got out of the military a year ago and he said he'd like to travel. He'd like to become financially stable. Check, check, check um, before settling down. And she has spoken many times to the camera about how she wants to be a mommy. She wants the mommy minivan. She really wants to be a mom, 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 mom. And she also tellingly said that she doesn't want to go through, quote, Another three-year relationship to end in nothing," unquote.
1: I mean, was she expecting to be married to be married and a mother by twenty? Like that's what I'm I'm getting from her quotes. I guess
0: she seems like the type. To be honest, she just looks the type. Seems the type not to judge people in such a shallow way, but she just screams young mom to me.
1: Listen, I I need to admit my biases right now. I am hardcore team Jake. He's my favorite person on the show and I have a crush on him. I don't know why. There's I don't about know him. why
0: either. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry.
0: I think no. it's because
1: the way he speaks to, to Ray, I find very sweet. Like, okay, uh, Jake and Ray end up picking each other for their trial marriage. And he's like, seems to kind of like respectful of her boundaries. He's not too aggressive. He emphasizes that they have a really fun time together. yeah. I, he's, like, kind of dating like a normal human. And I also just find him cute. But aside from that, their relationship is, in some ways, the most confounding. So he was a... He's a, a veteran. He was a Marine for five right. years. Thank you. Yeah. And they've been dating for... And, he, and he's and he been out of uh, active duty for one year. So for the first year of their relationship, he was still, I think, deployed in Iraq. Mm-hmm. I was doing, looking at his Instagram. That's oh, where he damn. was. Yeah. Um, and so... They were, they've they been long distance and he's from Austin. She is based in Florida. So I'm not sure they've ever like lived in the same city. Oh, okay. And so like, she's got like, she needs to slow down. Like I, I just yeah. live in the same place, travel together, start building a life and see if you like it. But their relationship, I think is actually the mo- the, the most confusing to me. Really? Because I just don't understand the logistics of it. Like where does she live and ev- and everything like that.
0: I see them, I think they're probably traveling to meet up with each other. I I don't know. I just feel like a lot of people
1: do that nowadays.
0: It, I guess and... um, I'm
1: old-fashioned.
0: <laughs> I get it. I get it. I just, I don't, I mean, we, we'll get into it, but this plan kind of completely backfires on her, which makes her, so- And I, at first I was really annoyed with her and just her whole energy, her mommy energy and kind of her, I, I, I don't even her disposition of just her head was kind of in the clouds and wants everything. He even said, we never compromise. I always uh, do whatever you want me to. And then they have kind of a blowout. But um, it, I, I found myself feeling bad for her because Jake and Ray completely hit it off. They They're do. both like Uh, half Italian half black Um, you know they want the same things and they they look great together they seem to mesh super well you know like there's a moment where they're sitting in bed or laying in bed and he like hits his head on the um like a little a ledge, ledge, and they have a moment, and they talk about that, and it's it's cute and funny, and just it, they seem so comfortable together, and they, re- they really do. They and really it's just do. like
1: April. Oh, you didn't. This was this is not good. This is not good. Also, she Ray just is like much more laid back in her relationship style. From what we could tell, April's like constantly looking for verbal affirmation and validation from Jake, like, oh, you're gonna miss me and like who's gonna do this for you when I'm gone and all this stuff. Yeah. And Ray is much, much chiller. She's also kind of like, because she's torn between um Jake and Zay, she's like withholding a little bit and he he seems to respond to that in an in like a classic way.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I one thing I did not like about Jake or Ray was that. She asked him, "Do you want kids?" And they both were like, "Yeah, we want two kids because they're both... Um,
1: oh, got it. They're both single children,
0: only children, only children. Thank you. That's the word, only children. And um, and she was like, "Yeah." Uh, Like girls. And he was like, I don't know if I want girls. And she's like, oh, so you'd be the dad with the shotgun on the first date. And he was like, yeah, yeah. And she's like, I love that. And I was like, super weird. I was like, no,
1: don't like either of them. Don't like either of them. Yeah. (laughs) That was a top WTF moment. Very Texas. Very Texas.
0: No me gusta. I was just like, I don't like this. I don't like either of these people. No, thank you. So that's where I am on them. But
1: the main thing this show shares with The Bachelor doesn't share a lot, but they both Show, both like rely on such a cons- like small c conservative yeah. and really narrow definition of like marriage and relationships and so like that's you know com- comes through many different times i think that's it kind does. of why madeline becomes a standout is because she's actually a lot more interested in like sewing her wild notes she's like probably the most um v- like vocal about like about sex, basically, of the mm-hmm. whole cast. And I yeah. think like that makes her seem different because they're otherwise like following some really tired tropes about relationships. Totally. I totally agree. Yeah. She
0: seems she seems fun. She also likes to shake things up and when she gets drunk, she's like
1: he had a boner. What I don't remember what she, she said something. this show, This show had more boner talk than I've <laughs> experienced since I was like at summer camp when I was 15. Like, they've said the word boner <laughs> so many times in four episodes. <laughs> they really have. I was like, good to know people are still like, using the word boner, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I also liked how, because the other, they're not having sex because they're like in these trial relationships and they all have like, real relationships right and so they like i like how they talk about like what is like an ego boost like when the guys like tell them that they have boners i'm like why are you all talking about it so much but i'm just like i guess that's kind of interesting and realistic <laughs> it's super it's weird scary.
0: it's so true that there is a lot of boner talk on this yes. <laughs> it's ridiculous
1: it's ridiculous
0: Oh my god! Um,
1: <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. I'm acting like I'm ten. Um,
1: well, it's weird. It's not common to have boner talk on a podcast or a Netflix reality show. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, but like, it's there's something. I don't
0: innocent might not be the exact word for it, but juvenile. That's like I don't know, kind of sweet and funny to me. Yeah. But
1: I agree. I agree.
2: Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Ice Tea. Visit Amazon.com slash Pure Leaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Ice Tea. This episode is brought to you by State Farm.
0: So do we want to talk about Alexis? Uh, Well, really Alexis, but Alexis versus Colby.
1: Yeah, we we need to talk about her. Luckily, she's only on the show for like a relatively short period of time. It's true. We'll talk about why. But she came out strong. I hated her right away. And she's like a pretty weird person in a group like I feel like COVID was good for someone like Alexis and her mm. relationship with um Hunter because it seems like the she gets worse when she's around more people. Like she doesn't know how to interact socially and like have any interpersonal <laughs> skills as displayed right. many times. And she also had no read on how other people were feeling whatsoever. It was
0: kind of amazing. She also reminds me of the type of Of person who would go to your birthday party and immediately be like, I had a birthday six months ago and it was amazing. And then talk about her birthday and how awesome it was at your (laughs) birthday party. Yeah. And she has like birthday month too. Right. Yes, totally. She's definitely a birthday month person. Um, (laughs) But everything kind of... And we really get to see her delusions play out when she uh, and Colby are on like a little date and he is, he's, he is also, he's a very honest person and he tells her that he cannot see himself marrying her. <laughs>
1: And you, I, yeah, I didn't think that was so bad. By the way, I like, didn't either. I mean, he was just being like, "Honest, yeah, it's normal. That's what they're doing, testing out if they could see a future with each other." And he's like, "I can't see it." So, and, and I also, thought he was delicate. He wasn't unkind. No, also, he didn't say like, "Oh,
0: you are the most disgusting person I've ever met in my life." Or, and he literally just said, "I just don't see us together yeah. in the long run." Um, which is, you know, thank you. I'd be like, "Thanks, thank you for saving me the, yeah, the future exactly. embarrassment." You know, totally. Um, So, but she—you can see the gears switch. Like you can see her eyes like narrow right when he says it, and she's like, "Uh, uh, "What?" And she—I guess she just doesn't like being turned down. And she, after he does that, she she's like offended, and she's like, "I was most attracted to Colby, and now he's saying these things about me, and I just, I just can't, can't. Oh my god!" And then she talks about how she is kind of having second guesses. And then later on, <laughs> they meet up again at the pool party and she's like, or I think it, maybe it was, they, they were out on the table deck area again. Mm-hmm. And she
1: confronts- It's a rooftop Col- bar, I believe.
0: Okay, yes. Beautiful. I mean, honestly, again, Austin, like you Texas. said,
1: Great. it's
0: gorgeous. I need to go now. Yeah. um. So she confronts Colby again. And he's again, like, I, sorry, I just am not attracted to you. And she's like, that's a lie. And she has a little, um, one-on-one with the camera. And she's like, I know that's a lie. And he's lying right now. And, um, he's playing me, he's playing games and I don't appreciate it. And then right when that happens, she goes over to, uh, what, what's her, go- Hunter and, Col- uh, Colby's girlfriend Madeline who are talking and she's like I just want to let you know and she's like teary is that Colby is not a good person <laughs> and you deserve much better okay and then like leaves and it's really weird and Madeline's
1: like what the
0: fuck just happened
1: <laughs> Madeline's just like right, what are you talking about and I mean, she doesn't give any explanation and nothing. All, I, all I can tell is that She's just offended, and as a result, she's just, she thinks yeah. he's a dick. Yeah, And also, totally. At another point, she focuses, she keys in on how he said he wasn't attracted to her, and like doesn't <laughs> see it, and she's really offended by that. Which I get; it's not necessarily offensive, but it does like hurt your ego and hurt your feelings. And someone's totally. like, I'm, "I'm not attracted to you." Like that's st- that stinks. That's a terrible kind of rejection. It's actually w- it's actually worse than being like you are a, you are a bad person. Like I think a lot of people would rather like be told that, that they suck, then I'm not attracted really? to you. Well, I don't know of a lot, but I do think that Alexis is okay. like that.
0: Uh, yeah, I do too. Because she's clearly someone who takes care of herself and... Yeah, puts a lot you into know. Her,
1: her appearance.
0: Right. And so then at dinner... She brings it up again because this is clearly on her mind, and sh- as she has said previously, Colby was her number one. She's like he's like the guy I would be most attracted to, and again, she's fixated again on the whole attractiveness thing because she goes, it, it, he, "It doesn't even make any sense." His girlfriend Madeline and I are the ones who look most alike. I don't get.
1: He's a liar. He's Which lying. A really funny thing to say because they look nothing alike. They just (laughs) both happen to be white, white and blonde. Yeah, yeah. That's literally it. (laughs) There's nothing else similar, and it's not even the same shade of blonde. Like (gasps) I know it's like Madeline's like strawberry blonde, and Alexis is platinum blonde. They have nothing else. They have nothing in common at all. So she's just like, we're the white girls. Like why? And we're both blondes. Like it's really weird. It's so weird.
0: It's so just like, what are you okay? Um. And then she what she takes this at the dinner right after she has, can we say, gotten engaged yeah. to Hunter?
1: Yes. Because yes. Hunter's like, I've realized that I want to be with if you're If you're Alexis. listening to this, you know there were two shocking proposals. So we'll we'll come back to them. Carry on, Amelia. Right. And so
0: then Alexis decides, you know, even though this is, should be like the happiest night of her life, she admits this is the happiest moment of her life. It's time to take Colby down another few notches in front of everyone. And she <laughs> decides to spin a narrative of what originally is just Colby being honest about not being attracted to her, into him being some kind of a malicious person. And she's like, Colby is not a good person. And I want everyone to know this. And it's just like, what the... And uh, immediately, Nick Lachey, thank you, Nick Lachey, is like, wait a second, wait, 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 wait. You can't just say this without explaining what you mean by this. And, And she
1: can't. I mean, it's just like... Nick and Vanessa at the proposal dinner, or like at the decision dinner, was just an iconic performance. I mean... A-plus. They they were, like, really invested and, like, really in it, but also had no control over what was happening. It was kind of... It was pretty fantastic. I, I hope to see that kind of chaos and disorganization in all my reality TV shows. And I I really appreciate their service. It's like trying to like be voices of reason, but Vanessa's like so upset over whatever's happening. Yeah. (laughs) And Nick is just like, wait, wait, wait. It's it's really funny. They're obviously very different. I, I mean... I'm ready for newlyweds part two, Nick and Nick and Vanessa. You know, like, I'd love to <laughs> love to see more into their lives. Let's but watch anyway. that. Yeah, no, seriously. And I, you know, again, I really did appreciate, like you said,
0: them both bringing different energies. And Nick was kind of the interrogator being like, you can't just bring this up with without explanation. And of course, she can't explain anything because she's delusional. So doesn't make any sense. She doesn't make any sense. And uh, everyone's like, can you just, go away. You just got engaged. So (laughs) I know
1: I can we can we talk about the proposals next? Let's jump there. Yeah, let's do it. So when they're supposed to like pick their person that they that they want to like test out the trial marriage with the trial marriage, two couples end up getting engaged first Hunter does this proposal to Alexis. It's like a really big deal. And everyone's shocked. And then who knows how, how much later Nathan proposes to Lauren. So for for, at least it was edited to see that Alexis and Hunter were first.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. And I think it it probably did go that way because Nate had a total spiral on decision night. I mean, he went from thinking that him and Shanique had a really strong connection only for her to pick Zay. And then he thought, I think he also thought he had a strong connection with maybe um, April and then she was also like, I'm not going to pick you. And then he mouthed to Madeline, I'm going
1: to pick you. <laughs>
0: that was really, really weird. What was that, that? I don't know. And I didn't even, we didn't even get really any footage of them talking at all. Not so this at one, all. So
1: like, kind of came out of the blue. Also, and Madeline he, was shocked by it too. She was like, what? She was, <laughs> she was <laughs> like, what? Who are you?
0: <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, so Nate was really pissed about not being Shanique's number one, not being anyone else's number one. And then um, Colby started, he got up, you know, and he started talking. He's like, Lauren is a great person, and I choose Lauren. And I think that really set off Nate because he was like, well, okay, clearly I'm not getting picked by anyone, but my girlfriend is going to.
1: I I also thought at one point Nate was going to pick April. Like, I thought he was really into her. Like... I was confused by that. Hunter clearly was only into Alexis. Like, there was almost, like, no Hunter outside of Alexis. But Nate did give, like, everyone a shot. And didn't it seem like he was, like, planning a future with April when they were having, like, breakfast on the roof one morning?
0: Yes. I know she had a strong... She had a strong connection with him, seemingly, and Hunter because she was... She got up as well, and she was like, Hunter... You are awesome because he had <laughs> consoled her about uh, Ray and Jake getting col- close. And he's like, you're going to be okay. I'm going to be here for you. And so I thought those two were going to get together. And she she did too, apparently. I know. She had this w- lovely speech about how she's picking um, Hunter. And then Hunter goes on to be like, <laughs> um, I've changed my mind and I just want to be with Alexis.
1: So my my main question about these proposals, I thought that everyone seemed genuinely shocked. and. The funniest thing to me was that Vanessa and Nick, after they happened, would be like, okay, let's get back to it. And they would just try to like get back on track. <laughs> like, and so that made me think that they were unplanned and they were surprised by this because... Totally. Because they didn't have like a script prepared for what to do. For... If there was yeah. a proposal. So I thought that seemed like not was not supposed to be an option, essentially.
0: I agree. And I think especially for Nate's... I mean, I think Nate didn't know he was proposing until... <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> two minutes before he or two seconds before he actually. Until, yeah, until
1: he felt he had no other options.
0: <laughs> and so then he, yeah, so he goes on to propose to Lauren. And I thought she was going to say no, but Me instead too. she goes, absolutely. And I was like, I'm sorry, what did yeah. I just hear? Are you, what? And everyone is shocked. Faces on everyone are just mouth agape, being, what?
1: What just? Ha- it's like, <laughs> oh my god! Oh yikes! I know everyone's like, uh, we just saw this and it wasn't a good idea for you. <laughs> we've we've been watching his behavior and we can all tell you you should not be saying yes right now,
0: right? And then everyone goes and um outs Nate as this uh person who you know clearly had just a connection wants with to, everyone who had a connection with everyone and clearly just wants to get engaged so it can he can save his I don't know. Whatever decency and respect, self respect he has
1: left, I guess so. But I, I'm glad those couples are out because, like, I don't, I feel you like don't care the about sh- them. The show for me got really good once those couples are on, and like, I I really enjoyed seeing the trial marriages. That's that's when things really heated up for me. I feel like, and similar to Love Is Blind, I really enjoy when they like got out of the pod. So.
0: Yeah, I do think it was interesting that we got a little um, what looked like um, night vision cam on Nate and Lauren after the whole proposal. And they were both like, and she was like, well, we don't, I don't remember exactly what they said, but they were like, what just happened? Like,
1: what? I know. That was not promising. It was like, oh, it was so they're, like, they're already wondering if they can work through this shit. Exactly. So. <laughs> and,
0: and I think we got a um, voiceover from Vanessa being like, we'll check back in with the couples who got engaged. Clearly right. meaning, you know, those two bozos who decided <laughs> to, at the last second to get engaged. Um,
1: oh, anyway. my God. I love it. Vanessa's my idol. She's so funny. <laughs> I love that you love her. Me too. I didn't. I didn't expect to be here, but here we but are. Here we are. Will you be watching Vanessa on CSI Hawaii? I will not be, but I am following her on Instagram, so I'm keeping up with oh, what okay. she's up to. Okay, I it's like, like that. keeping nice. up with the Kardashians, but I'm keeping up with Vanessa Lachey. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. Great. Thank you. <laughs> um, I, uh, I I think we'd be remiss to leave behind Alexis without just talking about some other really notably awful things of of people. And I just think, like, we already mentioned it. Number one is Colby's hat. Like, I was just thinking Colby's about, like, what hat. are all the, all the worst? And it's, like, Colby wears this really stupid... Is that a Stetson,
0: that hat? That oh, he... my gosh. Is it? Yeah. I think you're right.
1: He just, like, wears a Stetson to, like, a casual group hang. And everyone makes fun of it. And apparently it's, like, part of his regular garb. And I just, like, hate this guy. Hate, and he's also this.
0: wearing, like, a three-piece suit. I know. which, Which is... I don't hate, choice. but just was, oh. like not
1: appropriate for the. Read the room, man. Read the room. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um. <laughs> it was insane, but I don't know. The show definitely like really picked up for me once we get past these proposals, and I'm just like, I'm d- I'm delighted. I was delighted to see what it was like when they were dating and like in like negotiating who was sleeping where, as it related to bedroom time and whatnot. Yeah,
0: totally. No, I totally get that. Um. I guess. Do we want to talk? Briefly about the whole Colby and Zay fight. If we're going to talk yes. about Colby a little
1: bit. Sure. Yeah, I'd love to. So. On, I think what were so, they fighting over?
0: Okay. So that was confusing. So we get to the fourth episode and we realize all these people are living in the same tower in Austin and there's boys night and girls night and all the guys get together and all the girls get together. And when all the guys get together, a fight not a fight, but like a heated conversation breaks out between Colby and Zay because and they didn't there were no there was no uh, previous footage of this. But apparently Colby and Zay and I guess everyone, all the other guys were at a bar and talking to this girl and Colby accused Zay of egging him on to like make out with this <laughs> other girl. Is that, That's what I got from it.
1: I, I think so. And then it turned into who was disrespecting whom. Yeah. And they, like, brought it back to the exper- the experiments, which I'm doing quotes around. But I didn't really get it, but it, re- it required them switching seats so, so they weren't, say, next to each other any further.
0: Right, right. Zay was like, I can't do this. I have to get up. This is... I'm... Uh, you're crazy. Um, but it, wha- I couldn't, I felt,
1: it was really weird. I couldn't really tell what they were talking about.
0: Well, yeah. It's also, it's like, why would you give us this without any context besides them briefly explaining it, which I felt was kind of annoying. It's kind of what they did before with not telling us that Natalie was proposed to by someone else and that there were yeah. other proposals. They leave out these seemingly big things because I think they think that they need to pare down so much and only get to the good parts or something. Well,
1: also, we then find out later on in that episode four that that uh Randall and Madeline have made out off camera. Right. And so I'm like, well, what else is happening off camera? <laughs> I <know>. I, <laughs> I wanted some explicit details on how many on like what bases everyone had been to. I was like, how far have they all been in these re- Just Just making out? Like something else happening. I'm just like, I need to I wanna know. They're and close so, enough to see a
0: boner, apparently. <laughs> I so know.
1: I know. And like the fact that um Jake and um Ray sleep with a bottle of Jack Daniels by their heads every night. I was yes. like, what's happening in that bedroom? Like, do they that's always there over the course of the three weeks.
0: And then <laughs> they were sitting there and they were like, You want a shot before bed? And they took some Patron and which whatever, do whatever the hell you want. But
1: it's just like, okay, you can't be doing that in the kitchen. I don't oh, okay. Yeah, it, it, things got really things got really intense in episode four. Like the the hang. Another reason why the show is good is because they have periodic hangouts of like the whole yes, cast, totally, or just the women or just the men, and that's just like a great, great way to, to sew drama and doubt. And yes, it work. It works so well. It's it really smart.
0: Really did, and we get um, <laughs> like you had previously said, um, Madeline gets a little white girl wasted and is like randall is so hot like we are so attracted to each other oh my god and um i'm shanique is sitting there being like okay dude he's my boyfriend and you're t- this is i don't like this <laughs> she I- had a point she had a real point totally she did and madeline was like sorry i'm just being honest um and that was uncomfortable
1: super uncomfortable. everything about that night was uncomfortable, but i uh I enjoyed it. and then um we also learned a lot from uh April on that evening with her and Jake, and April explained April explained that part of her um her difficulty with Jake and just her personal like sadness and struggle, which is quite sad, is that um she's struggling with her fertility, and we learned this, and I, I just want to say like I think that's a really common struggle, and it's great that she talked about it on the show. That said, we learned this because she emphasized that her and Jake have never used birth control and he never pulls out. And she emphasized this a few times, <laughs> like a lot. <laughs> no, and sh- I, I believe she even says he always
0: comes inside me. Yes,
1: I think she <laughs> did say that.
0: Because I'm sure uh, my ears were like, oh,
1: what? <laughs> what did I just hear?
2: Excuse
1: me? I
2: know. I, was, was, wild. Shocked. I was, was shocked.
1: I was shocked. That was so bizarre. And I will say, like, sex is talked about in a kind of weird way on this show. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like very real, like talking about how they don't use birth control, which, by the way, I think is common among a lot of committed couples. But, sure. I, I, you know, I, I also just then, but then, um they way they talked about like if they were weren't having sex was just like very charged because it's kind of like injecting some too hot to handle where they're like oh my god stay away from each other (laughs) because of their other relationships (laughs) um but just in general like the role of sex on the show is like much more present than on a lot of like dating reality shows yeah but in like a kind of like very simplistic way it's it's interesting honestly sure or and very
0: much in like a yeah, in a simplistic way and also, like, related to being in long-term relationships and whatnot. Yeah. And also, it's, like, kind of on a spectrum of they'll talk about it as being in a long-term relationship and then also on the other side being like, well, I saw his boner and uh, we <laughs> kissed, you know?
1: And it made me feel good. Like, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, so funny. I, I, yeah. I I was dying when she was going on and on about that. Also, I just want to say, it really bums me out that she. I don't know what they've looked into this. I have no idea the status of her fertility. But based on the way it was presented, she just was like taking on all the responsibility for the why she's not been able to get pregnant, and like maybe it's him. <sighs> it maybe but, it is him. Totally. I hope. I hope that she's not shouldering this herself, and I hope she's getting the support she needs. That's pr- that's really intense, and um, wish her the best. That Me front. too. Me too. Um, so, yeah, I know.
0: And that's again, that's why I, I've kind of softened up on her because I totally. was like, oh, yeah. But now I'm like, oh, I've, I feel bad for you in that respect. And I, you know, sympathize. And then also, it's like, you to- you're the one who put on this ultimatum only to have it completely
1: backfire completely. on you. She's the one who's like the most upset about her, oh my d- her dude being happy with someone else.
0: and And she's also not only did she get rejected by Randall. But she and Jake, Jake, she and um, Colby are both in this trial marriage as kind of like second, third choices being like, well, I guess we're the only two left. So let's make the most out of
1: this. They had to give themselves a pep talk to be like, yeah, we can we can make the most out of this on the on the street outside of the dinner from hell. Yeah. Dinner that, from was like, that was pretty sad. I I was thinking as I was watching this, like I would just love to have Jesse Palmer's commentary. Like I'm just like, oh what does my Jesse gosh. Think? Well, what would he even say? He'd be like,
0: well, that's too bad, and then walk away.
1: <laughs> I just think he would uh, be better in, in on the fly responding to the proposals because we know I I think he's good in the moment. But yeah,
0: also it's cool. Yeah, no, and mm-hmm. I, I feel like Jesse goes along with the producer manipulation, which I appreciate. You know, yeah. Totally. He's fine with and, it. He's like, whatever. Vanessa's Cut me the check. I'll ups- do it.
1: Vanessa's like very upset by it. She's right. like, oh. <laughs> She's just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> She's learning in real time. I want her to do some like second screen. Like, you know how Bravo does, like you can watch people watching them shows. Like we oh need that with Vanessa watching herself and these shows in general.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. Like you, they have on 90 Day Fiance where they do pillow talk and it's like the other couples looking or watching the TV show. I would watch a Vanessa and Nick Lachey pillow talk. That'd be good. Yeah.
1: Seriously. Um, one other, like, weird kind of sexual thing that I noticed, too, is, um, I don't know if it's intentionally sexual, but at one point, one of the first conversations that Ray and Jake had, they were sitting, I think, at, like, the top of, like, the hotel or whatever, like, by the pool where they were all staying at first. And when they didn't have, like, or I don't know why, but they kept, like, doing these, like, random zoom-in shots on his crotch. <laughs> Maybe it was, like, foreshadowing of the boner talk. I don't know. But I was what? just, like... I was I just <laughs> even notice this. Because I thought it was really weird. I was like, why are they showing his crotch so much? And I'm like, did they... I'm like, did they... And so made me wonder if it was an editing trick. I was like, are they splicing up their conversation to make it seem like something different? And it's like they want it to go a certain way, but but the actual footage won't match. Because I was like, this is like weird and like creepy. And also, I guess I'm creepy for noticing, but I thought it was (laughs) really, (laughs) really strange.
0: (laughs) I did not notice, but now I think I'm going to have to go back and look at that. Yeah, it was
1: like... It just made no sense. It was completely pointless. And also, like, nothing was happening. So it was just sort of like, just show sort of them continuing to talk. But I think it's because they must have edited it in a weird way and they okay. didn't have like coverage. So they just Interesting. went for that. But also, like, yeah. who's filming that. I don't know. The, the whole Who thing is? is really weird.
0: Yeah, it's a, like a drone or something, maybe. I don't know. Um, what did you think?
1: So we also got to meet some of the parents. Yes, parents. And friends. Yeah. Um, Madeline's friends, not kind to Colby. Oh my god they hate him and the one girl
0: she used what word did she use wrong she was using a word wrong and it was like memorable Rememberable. <laughs> it's like I don't think okay I sure whatever you want to do I
1: don't That's care That's not the term but yeah um
0: but yeah so and I were, believe she
1: said that about hooking up with him so right. Much, yes. So yes. much hooking up talk.
0: Too much hooking <laughs> up talk. And her friends were like, Oh, we love Randall. He's a he's a really nice guy. And yeah, they pretty much threw Colby under the bus. So
1: <laughs> that was I know, nobody likes Colby. Like literally no one.
0: Literally no no one. It's kind of like, why are you with this guy if everyone you
1: know hates him? I know. And it's just like he couldn't even find love on this particular show. <laughs> Maybe that's why he wants to get married so bad because seriously, you know, and and he was really pained by not being with Madeline. Like when he's crying early on, yes, it's
0: pretty sad. It is pretty. It is pretty sad. I felt for him. Yeah, I know. Again, it's like when him and April come together to be in their depressing little. You know, twosome. It's kind of like you can't help but feel bad for them. Um, <laughs>
1: Truly, a gruesome twosome. Yeah, um, exactly. But I was really, I was excited to meet the meet the families in general. Like I thought that was exciting.
0: Yeah, like we go to a like a racetrack to meet mm-hmm. um, Ray's dad,
1: decked out in some Ferrari gear.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. That was great. They they seem like they hit it up, Jake. And the dad. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. Ray's dad loved him. That was, like, kind of wild. He also was just, like, yeah. saying how much he didn't like the other guy. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, again, you know, it was,
0: like, oh, impressive. And then the same thing kind of happened when uh, she met Jake's mom and she was, like, oh, thank God. Like, I've been wanting April out of his life.
1: <laughs> I know. But then... I had to rewind. I was like, wait, so she said she said there are a lot of Rays out there, I believe. Oh,
0: yeah. I but I think she meant that as like there are other great women out there. It was
1: it was anti-April, but right. it wasn't pro-Ray. But, yes, exactly. Exactly. It was more like, yeah, this is what you're missing out on. Great women like this, right. not this specific woman. That's why, that's why this show. Should not have the marriage like a premise because if it was just about like dating or not with this one person, that would have been a less offensive comment. So,
0: <laughs> but as is, it was pretty rude, <laughs> it was pretty rude, but I guess that's what you know. At least she's being honest. That's I can say that for a lot of people, at least they're being honest, yeah. Sure. Um, you know, and they're not being, I don't think they're being necessarily malicious when they're being honest because some people are malicious. Uh, or be they say they're being honest under uh, like a larger you know uh, issue of being rude
1: and sure intentionally mean and i think these people are just being just honest you know she seemed like a real like this is my son cuz she was like yeah. i need some private time with my son it's like okay right. like okay go thanks. for it yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I> <laughs> she have was fun. just <laughs> bye yeah. like go it's your son no one's gonna stop you go for it that exactly was- Bizarre, but I guess also if you, maybe if your son was in the military and he's back, you're like so glad That's he's safe. True. So that maybe is true. I'll, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt there.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. So okay. Um. I guess just to take stock of all the couples, who do you see as, you know, making it moving forward? Who do you see being like, I want to go back to my original partner and sure. get married?
1: My predictions are. Ray and Jake do not go back to their partners. They pick each other. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Their chemistry is ridiculous. Plus, like, it he is. said, he told her that he wants to move forward with her. Not. I know! <laughs> He's just like, I feel
0: bad. He felt bad. To April, I think. Yeah, because, but he you know. he told her that it's her. But so, he knows he has better chemistry with Ray. Yeah, yeah. And he's
1: like, happier. He said he's, he like, is much fun. He said you <laughs> want the three weeks to ever end. I mean, <laughs> I <know. laughs> bad beat for April. Um, really, too bad. Yeah. April and Colby not picking each other. Yeah. Madeline, I was certain would end up with Randall, but based on their big fight, I'm not sure now. Uh, um,
0: I think they're going to end up together.
1: Okay. Zay and Shanique, no way. They're, no, yeah. They're really they're really different people. They're different um, and they're
0: more... I'm getting a more friendship vibe from them.
1: Yeah, definitely. And, like, he didn't think her pajamas were cute. He doesn't... He doesn't really, like... I don't think he likes her that much. Like, I think he thinks she's, like, a nice person, but he's just not that into her. Right. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and who's that? Yeah, so I think that people who end up single and alone are Zay, Shanique, Colby, and April. And then I think Jake and Ray, I see them together. And then Madeline and Randall, I'm not positive that I see them together, but I... But there's a decent chance. Yeah, I could I could see it happening.
0: Yeah, okay. And then what about Lauren and Nate and Alexis and Hunter after their little uh, engagement proposals?
1: Alexis and Hunter, definitely still together. Two, they just feel like those two are like, they, there's no one else in this world for them. Um, And Lauren and Nate, no fucking way. After she watches right? this show,
0: no way. No way. No, she'll realize that proposal was all a sham and be like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I just, absolutely. and I just don't think it was also really weird how, you know, she had revealed to people that she didn't really want kids. And, you know, here is Nate trying to change that and being like, kids are so important to me. <laughs> but, okay, let me get engaged to you, even though I know that you don't want kids. We'll figure it out. You're not going to figure it out. And then Colby saying, to the cameras being like, I think I can help Lauren overcome not wanting children. Like, it's some type of disease or something. I know.
1: He, is like, like, he is, ugh. Fuck you, dude. I hate Colby. He's, he's absolutely the worst person on the show. Probably <laughs> the worst person to, like, actually watch, though, is got to be Alexis. Uh,
0: yes. She just has... No self-awareness and is just up her own ass for whatever delusional reason. <laughs> um, sorry, that was mean, but.
1: <laughs> Nevertheless,
0: true. Yeah. It, <laughs> thank you. It is true. Um, I guess anything else you want to add to this show? To, to, talking about Austin, uh, the production,
1: anything? No, I think we covered it all. I just think another, another winner from kinetic content and Netflix. Great stuff.
0: It's, I mean, amazing. You know, they, they, I really thought they had me, uh, I guess, what is the meme in the first half? I thought it wasn't. And then it changed. I totally yeah. fucked up the meme, but, um,
1: <laughs> I don't even know what meme you're talking about. So okay,
0: well, I just thought it was going to go a different way. And it. It turned out I'm hooked.
1: I'm hooked on this goddamn show. Me too. I can't wait to see what happens at the end. And there's going to be a reunion too. Thank God. Love a good reunion. We'll put Nick and Vanessa's,
0: you know, hosting and grilling abilities to the test once again. Uh, (laughs) Thank you to my co-host, Juliet Lippman, our producer, Devin Manzi. Uh, Subscribe, please, to the Ringer Reality TV podcast. And we'll be back with more episodes.